Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out, it's crucial to incorporate the latest marketing trends into your strategy, right? If you're running a business, you want to stay competitive, you want to be relevant, but it's become so much more difficult. What are the marketing trends and strategies that you need to look out for this year? And what exactly will it take for you to do it effectively? Well, our guest today has over 25 years of branding, advertising, and marketing communications experience, working for award-winning local and multinational advertising agencies, including ones handling clients such as Coca-Cola, MasterCard, Maserati, Microsoft as well. So really big names. Right now, he's working towards publishing his first co-authored research paper on AI and marketing in an academic journal. Nick Goh joins us now. He's co-founder and head of strategy at Black Bear Digital. It's a Web 3.0 marketing agency. Hi, Nick. Hey, hi, Barthi. So Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. The thing is, Nick, we're using all the buzzwords, right? Web 3.0, we're talking about AI and marketing. But all of this can be rather intimidating uh, for Mm. people who are already in the field of marketing. And of course, for the C-suite individuals who are trying to steer their businesses in the right direction. So if we're going to talk about what's going to be trending this year, what's going to be important this year, I'm sure they're going to need some help. What have you identified as the key trends and key strategies that have to be employed here? Well, we look at 2022 and, and just prior to that, right, because of COVID and the pandemic and, you know, how we had to handle the pandemic. I think a lot of the digitalization was an upward trend. I mean, then the trend is still pro- progressing upwards as well. Things like, you know, uh, contactless payments, e-commerce fulfillment, um, greater adoption of technology, even by the elderly as well. And then e-collaboration and video conferencing, which is leading now towards hybrid workplaces too, right? Um, so I think these things uh, you can't run away from, especially even like areas of, marketing technology companies trying to adopt more uh, technology-based solutions to make their marketing uh, initiatives a bit more data-driven. So that's an area that we see, or I see, uh, progressing in an upward trend. Mm. And how exactly will all of this progress be manifested this year, you think? Uh, Well, I think it's going to be manifested in the form of hopefully marketers being able to harness their fundamental marketing knowledge. Because with all these type, uh, all these trends, it's, it's going to be pointless if the marketers don't go back, fall back on basic uh, fundamentals like customer segmentation, right? Uh, yeah. Understanding how to uh, match your customer journeys, understanding your touch points and the moments of truth for each phase of the journey itself, and then mapping the data points at each phase of the journey to make sure that you collect the data, and then you have that omni-channel approach towards data integration, right? So I think that's going to be really, really important for marketers to be a bit more focus in that area. Right, because you can't forget the fundamentals. I still hear about a lot of bosses telling their marketing people, everybody else is on TikTok, we should be too. But really, (laughs) is your customer base on TikTok? You've got to look at those fundamentals as well, right? Agreed, agreed. You know, I think sometimes, you know, and it's quite a joke as well for for, for an agency professional, right? Mm. That we we sometimes find uh, clients telling us that, oh, my boss tells me that their son or daughter have said that we should be on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) a particular social media and then so the strategy 
decision is being driven by the siblings or by the children of the yeah. boss. So, oh, so it so is quite we, common. Huh? I thought I was the only one hearing these stories, but apparently uh, it is scary. happening. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't blame people. They are likely to just take in whatever they hear and then put it out as an idea. But the marketing professionals need to be professionals and maybe rein all of this in, uh, which is why other more relevant data is so much more important. And it's all available out there, actually. People just have to get their hands on it, right? And apply uh, it. Definitely. I mean, I mean, let's look at just customer segmentation, right? Uh, I think it's some, some, some marketers will go by and, and create segmentation by just intuition, which is actually not right. Mm-hmm. But then the marketers will actually go and use the data that they have, uh, that they're, they're able to acquire, like for, for transactional information, information they get from sales, from the, uh, from the campaigns that they create. And that is actually going to be more worthwhile in actually trying to find the right kind of customers to reach out to. And then hence grow the customer base and also grow revenue as well. Now, you have been looking into AI and marketing more closely than the average person. The thing is, the other day I was talking to another expert about digital marketing in general, and he Mm. said that even in that digital customer journey, there needs to be a human touch. There are things right now that chatbots cannot do, right? But what about things such as chat GPT? To what extent do you expect (laughs) such innovations to actually change the role of AI in the customer journey and in marketing in general? I think you're seeing a very interesting development in chat GPT, right? The likes of chat GPT, I mean, open AI, chat GPT being the product. And I think it's interesting and it seems like it's scary. It's interesting because as a marketer, you can actually type in and get a response based on something you're thinking about. And it gives you additional ideas to then focus on, right? Because then it, it helps you spark an idea or, or a conversation in your head or with your team. So the idea of ChatGPT is meant to be that, to use AI to augment and improve your human collaboration with other teammates. That should be the use of ChatGPT. Would it be anything beyond that? I'm not sure. You know, and that's quite an interesting conversation. But then we go into the realm of sci-fi, right? Yes. And then maybe you can talk about the peripheral, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, everyone is saying we're not there yet. But the possibility of us getting there is quite real, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, but think about it like five years ago. When someone tells you that you can key in and get a, a, an AI tool to give you something like what ChatGPT is giving us, giving us right now. Five years ago, someone would just laugh at you, you know. Like, mm. So, so I, I think it, you know we have to keep an open mind, and as marketers, it's good to look towards innovation and always try to see how we can use innovation to make better engagements with customers, and then to make also at the end of the day, then you know increase and improve revenue as well. Mm. So, considering <clears throat> what we know today about AI and other innovations in the marketing space, right. uh, what exactly should marketers and businesses in general be doing? In a nutshell, what are the Ooh. steps they should be taking in 2023 in order to ensure maximum success? It's hard to give a one-size-fits-all kind of solution, right? Yeah, of course. It uh, has to be targeted and customized, just like all agreed. marketing. Exactly. So it has to be nuanced accordingly, right? And I think if you look at, say, like home-based businesses, I think uh, a lot of listeners listening in, and they're, they're, if you are running a home-based business, I think they should then look towards strengthening the brand story, being able to communicate clearly what, what the values they believe in, because they want to connect and build that relationship with their customers. The most important thing for home businesses is to have a really good product. Because if they don't have a good product and a differentiated product, then they're going to lose the game. 
for SMEs, it's building upon that, right? Building upon the fact they've got to differentiate the product, they're going to be more competitive in the marketplace, they're going to have more look towards innovation, but more so towards building customer loyalty. Mm. And then on top of all that, then what about your SME or your, your larger corporations? Then looking towards how to use innovation, looking towards sustainability, being more, looking towards the new tech, like maybe how to go into the metaverse, how to make use of something like the metaverse. Mm. You know what I mean? Let's talk about the metaverse because I know you are working on that quite intensively these days. Uh, <laughs> but before we get there, some of the things you mentioned, like making sure you have a good product and everything, that again right. is about the fundamentals. But you also need to be yes. able to shout about it in the right places at the right time to the right people, right? So here's what at least one report, the State of Marketing report by Salesforce says that 71% of marketeers say that meeting customer expectations, it's more difficult than a year ago and measuring ROI is very very difficult so how do you then combine all of those fundamentals with a sound strategy that helps you stand out in a marketplace that is full of other people doing almost the same thing you know the thing is that uh, we look at that report by Salesforce right and they have another report uh, which is the state of the connected customer, the fourth edition report of, of the state of the connected customer. And it talks about customers, customers being more demanding. And I think if you're going to be in any business, whether it's a home business, SME or large corporation, right, you need to really understand the evolving nature of the consumer. Because the consumer is not static. The consumer is always going to be impinged by economic conditions, societal issues. And then that's going to be that's going to be uh, an area that a company needs to understand so that they can see whether their product or the services they offer is going to be relevant and how are they going to trigger that motivation in that consumer to say, yes, I want your product right? or I want to use a service versus another company service or product. Right? So I think that's really going to be important. Mm. But looking back at the customer expectations, I think in that same report, that, uh, in, that, in that additional report by Salesforce, the state of the connected customer, they talk about four areas, which I think is going to be really relevant. One, it's about the connected customer journeys. Again, back down to basics, right? Second thing is about personalization. Mm. Third, third is about innovation. And innovation is in relation to customers wanting to see more sustainability in products and services, right? And lastly, but not, and most importantly as well, is the fact that customers are looking towards more data protection. I think in today's day and age, scans are so important and misuse of data and misuse of, of personal information is, so, is, is, is such a rampant thing and such a worrying state as well. Mm. So these areas are a great concern for many customers. Again, according to the Salesforce report, Mm, mm. The thing is, the other concern is cost, the costs of yes. being able to do all of this, especially for small businesses. It is. I mean, um, it's, it's unfortunate that some of the solutions uh, can be a bit pricey, right? But I think the, the, the bottom line is that if, a, if, if I'm a small business owner or an SME, I want to focus on the fundamentals because you can't run before you learn how to crawl. You know, and I think that's what that's important behind any fundamental approach towards marketing. You need to understand what your brand story is. You need to understand what your products are, how differentiated your products are, and, it, and that needs to be communicated in a way that is efficient to what to where you find your 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 audience, where you find your customers. 
Okay, moving away from fundamentals to the shiny new thing that nobody <laughs> understands. <laughs> yes, it seems like a lot of people can't even wrap their heads around it, including the people at Meta. And they're losing a lot of money in R&D spend. So how excited should one really be about this Metaverse? And I know you're working on a PhD, focusing on marketing in the Metaverse. So shed some light yes. on this. Well, um, I think have you gone and used an Oculus or a Meta Crest 2? No, to be frank, that, no, I haven't. Okay, when you do get it, try it on. Mm. And when you get onto it, when you start to use it, straight away you're going to be bombarded by all the different options you can, you can navigate in that particular uh, device. Mm-hmm. So it's not just going to be Horizon Worlds, which is, which is what Meta's, uh, Metaverse is. Yes, yes, of course. You're going to be bombarded by online gaming, you know, all kinds of <laughs> games you can play. So it's a whole crazy universe that, that you will be that you will have to experience. Mm. I'm sure a lot that, of people would have nodded when you said crazy, but uh, h- how do you then use this to your advantage? Well, for larger firms that you see, like you know, being reported in the press, like DBS, right, uh, getting on board and having a presence in the sandbox, it's basically more for for big players to to get on and, and say that hey, look. We're now in this new channel, this new marketing channel, and we're trying to be seen to be more web, more of a web 3.0 brand. So it's more of a more of a brand play right now for a lot of these big MNC or big uh, corporations. But beyond that, it's not just those platforms that we all know to be Decentraland or whether it's going to be Sandbox or mm. eventually Horizon Worlds. You look at what Apple is doing. You look at what Microsoft is doing, and they're doing quite quietly as well. It's trying to merge the real world with the digital world. And that's going to be quite interesting. In fact, if you want to, you can go and check out this YouTube video by The Economist. It's called, How Will Businesses Use the Metaverse? Mm. And that gives you a quick snapshot in just about, what, 21 minutes. Mm, (laughs) It's a 21-minute video. But it gives you a good idea of what the Metaverse is going to be. So what should the smaller players be doing at this point? Just sit back and wait, perhaps? No, no. I think they should start to look at towards... Uh, understanding how they can use chatbots. That's uh, one thing that's important. Okay. Uh, and, but yes, I mean, chatbots are going to be an unnecessary evil. Mm. Uh, then you're looking at the semantic web as well. Mm. Maybe we should say that the, the websites need to be a bit more geared towards not just static information, but being able to integrate with search engines to be able to then provide information to people are searching for. If you notice what people are searching these days for based on questions, you know, the, the, mm. the typing questions into search engines. So if your website has got information that a person is looking for, a semantic web approach will actually be able to provide that information to that person looking for that mm. piece of content. Maybe. You see, what a lot of uh, other experts also say is that it's going to be five to ten years before we have a full-on metaverse. But of course, there will be incremental steps towards it. Yep. So in the meantime, with the little that we know about it, you've mentioned two or three things that the smaller players can look at more closely. But mm. what are the other must-look-at-in-2023 <laughs> items, in spite of the fact that we don't really know how this metaverse is going to pan out? <laughs> Okay, so um, not talking about the underpinning information like the economy and about fundamentals and stuff. I think what comes across really important for 2023 would be mobile optimization. If you look at everything else, it's about the fact that make your presence on the mobile to be spot on because it's not just a website for desktop. You got to make sure that it's also mobile optimized as well. Right. I think that's important for 
uh, home businesses and also for the SMEs. Mm. I would think most people have already done that. That's kind of basic, right? You'd be surprised, actually. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, anything else? One last thing that any marketeer should take away with them in terms of what to do in 2023, a must-do. A must-do for 2023. I think to, to look at uh, getting on board and using a good marketing solution, a marketing technology solution. That's really important. Mm. How do you pick a good one based on your needs? Any tips? I wouldn't mention a brand because I would think it'd be fair. Yeah, I uh, don't. Uh, but I think it's uh, uh, one of the solutions that would come with market tech stack would be CRM, at least something that would be able to track your customer lifetime value. That would be critical. All right. Thank you very much for your time today, Nick. Appreciate it. Nick Go, co-founder and head of strategy at Black Bear Digital. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.